Welcome to a special interview episode of Broadway Radio. My name is Matt Tamanini. On today's episode, I'm in conversation with screen and recording star Olivia Holt, who is adding some serious stage cred to her resume as she's making her Broadway debut playing Roxy Hart in Chicago. Before joining the long-running revival, Holt got her start on the Disney Channel. She's also played a superhero, which of course I talk about in the interview. She's also released a number of albums and had multiple singles hit the top of the U.S. dance chart. Olivia started with the show last Monday, and because of Chicago's slightly unusual performance schedule, they were off on Wednesday when we talked, so she had just completed her first two performances as Roxy. We get into all of the excitement and the nerves and the anticipation that she had to make her Broadway debut, what it's been like to learn that iconic Fosse choreography and really get it into her bones, what she thinks she brings to the role of Roxy Hart, and what she hopes she learns from the character as well. Of course, I also have to ask some super nerdy superhero questions because I am who I am. We get into some other things that she wants to do while the L.A.-based actress is living in New York for the run of the show and much more. We, of course, will have all of the information on where you can purchase tickets to see Olivia in Chicago in the show notes and in the article version of this episode at BroadwayRadio.com. Olivia is currently scheduled to play Roxy through June 4th. Now, with all of that out of the way, here is my conversation with Olivia Holt. We're chatting on Wednesday. It's an off day for Chicago, so you've had a chance to breathe. Uh, I know it's been pretty exciting from social media uh, over the last few days. How are you feeling now, two performances in to your Broadway career? I think really good. <laughs> it's been such <laughs> an incredible journey so far, and I'm loving every second of it. I mean, even just coming out of the rehearsals into these two shows I've already done. It's been just so wonderful. I, I saw the videos of your first curtain call from the first show on Monday, and it seemed like there were a lot of different emotions, excitement, maybe a little bit relief, a lot of gratitude going on. What were you thinking and feeling in that moment when you took your first bow on a Broadway stage? Oh, all of the above. Everything you just said. I There were a hundred different emotions. I was so thrilled, so excited, also incredibly overwhelmed. I mean, the audience was just buzzing and electric and the energy was just so calm at the end that it made me very emotional too. And yeah, I mean, you feel everything. That was something I really wanted was to be present in that in that particular moment. I know at the end of every Broadway show when they do their curtain call, there's a very specific choreographed mechanical way of them doing the bows. But it was very important for me to stay present in that particular moment. And I feel like I really achieved that and got to just soak it all up. What was it about that moment that you specifically like thought ahead of time? Like, I want to soak it all up. Why was this something that you wanted to make sure that you appreciated and, and had stored in your memory bank? Um, you know, because it is, like you said, something different that you're doing for the first time mm -hmm. in your career. Mm -hmm. This has always been a dream of mine and it's come true. So to do the whole show for the first time with the orchestra, with the lights, with the ensemble, 
with an audience, all of that put together, again, incredibly overwhelming. But in at the moment the show ended, I just wanted to reflect on what we just did and what we just accomplished and the dream came true. And now I'm standing in front of an audience after just debuting on Broadway for the first time ever. And just remembering that moment as clearly as I could, you know? Yeah. And you got to experience that with a number of other people either joining the show for the first time or returning to the show, having done it previously. And I think Liam was Mm -hmm. also making his Broadway debut. What was that process like? I don't know how much you worked with each different person during the rehearsal process, but getting at least over the finish line with that group of folks, uh, how much did that impact that whole final leg of your process with the show? Well, I worked with Kimberly, Maribel, and um, and Liam, uh, f- I mean, for the three weeks leading up yeah. to this night. So I had a lot of time with them to get to know them and to get to work with them. And so just having experiencing that first night with them too, especially because I spent so much time with them in the rehearsal process was just so liberating, I think for the three of us and to share that moment together was really special because most of the time, you know, you get people coming in and it's just one person sort of being plopped into the whole production and now, you know, they're getting three people popped in and and we were all just very grateful and happy and, and had a little happy dance before and after the show. <laughs> uh, was it Fosse approved choreography for the happy dance? Of course, naturally. Yeah. It has yeah. To be. yeah, of course, of course. I mean, this show has been running for I mean, since 1997 uh, and, and is a Broadway institution at this point. As you join this production of Chicago. does the guardrails of kind of like knowing that this, what this show is, it's a finely tuned machine at this point, did that help? Or did, did you feel like kind of like, okay, I want to, you know, ease my way into it and then kind of make some things my own. Did they give you the flexibility to kind of flesh out your performance of Xeroxy, uh, maybe beyond what some, some other folks have done in the past? A little bit of both. I came in and met all of the iconic names you may know who have been a part of the show for so long now um, from our musical director, Rob Bowman. He was the first person I met. And we just, my first day of rehearsal was really just talking about the show and Roxy and Velma and Amos and like all of the characters that are involved and all of the dynamics and the relationships and the growth and the trials and the trumps, like everything from top to bottom, we just sort of discussed what everything visually looked like, what it sounded like. And from that point forward, I sort of just took it and each day, even still, with having done two shows, I think I'm still finding new ways to execute Roxy um, and also to execute the way I go into this show because I, you know, I think there is a very specific tone to this show, right? And there's a very um, iconic way of doing it, which is, you know, why it's been around for so long. But I also enjoy having the opportunity and the freedom to sort of put my own spin on it and, and, and for it to just be playful and fun and to try new stuff every night. I think that's the joy of this job is you get to sort of 
explore what those different characteristics may be like, or little, even little detailed nuances, you know? Was there something as you came into this process, obviously uh, you've talked about this in the lead up to your, to your run on the show that you fell in love with performing, you know, in theater, like the vast majority of, of performers do. Um, right. But I think it's been a while, at least, you know, this is your Broadway debut since you've actually done this. Was there something a part of this process, whether it was the, the, the singing or the dancing or the acting or doing it all together, that was, um, you were especially like a little bit like, okay, I need to get myself ready for this. You've done all of these things individually, um, whether it's on sure. you know TV and film or, you know, recording and you were a superhero, which as far as I'm concerned is pretty much the same thing as dancing on Broadway. So <laughs> like, was there anything that as you like approach the rehearsal process, you were a little bit wary of about doing it at this level? I mean, I think what you said, doing it all at once and also doing it all at once, one time, <laughs> you know, you get one shot, <laughs> no extra takes, multiple takes of exactly. So I think I was a little bit nervous coming into, into it with that, but um, really just coming from television and film, bringing a different energy because it is live. So you want people to feel the energy that you're feeling on stage, if not more than that. And with television and film, everything is so small and simplistic and detailed in the shot that for me, it was learning how to use my voice and to project whether it's singing or just whether it's dialogue and also being comfortable in my body and like even just the way I'm standing when there's no choreography and being just comfortable on a stage and all of those little things I think I overthought going into it. And now it just feels like second nature. Now it feels like the way it's supposed to be. But it yeah. took me a minute in rehearsals to learn how to how to do that. To just exist on stage again. Exactly. Yeah. There's no breaks. You know, you're you're just constantly in that in that state for two and a half hours. Yeah. Well, one of the things, if you are trying to figure out how to just physically be on stage uh, in a show like Chicago, part of that has to be the iconic Fosse choreography that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. This is super specific. And like that is part of the allure of this show is that, like I said, it's a finely tuned machine. Some of these people have been in this show for many, many years in that ensemble and just, you know, being incredibly precise. And that's what this is known for. Did you did you have any experience with this type of dancing um, coming into it? And, and what was your kind of like the learning curve to get up to speed for what you do as Roxy in the show? Yeah, I had no experience as far as <laughs> the physicality goes. Yeah. Um, I was very familiar, though, with um, the Bob Fosse choreography. And I had seen the show previously a few years back. So I was familiar with the show, familiar with the Fosse choreography. And then when I got into rehearsals, they are just so everyone is just so passionate about the the, the creatives behind this show from Bob Bossy to Gwen Verdon to Anne Ranking. I mean, BB North, they really still exist in this show. And even though some things are tailored and new people come in and they try different things, all of, all of the Fosse still exists in the show, which I think is what 
makes it still so iconic and why people still keep coming back to it because there's this nostalgia that still exists in it. Um, and I feel like every day I'm, I'm inching just a little bit further into the bossy choreography and feeling more comfortable in it. Cause it's so specific and it's so much fun. It's so much fun. I love watching the ensemble dance they're just so good they're so good i'm impressed every single time i watch them yeah and that's one of the things that has kept the show running on broadway now for however many two and a half decades or whatever it is at this at this point um obviously you're only two shows in so i don't expect that your performance as you said you're learning each time to be a fully formed thing but As you go through this process, maybe you already have have something, you know, there. But as you go through, are are there parts of Olivia that you want to specifically imbue into your interpretation of Roxy? Is there anything that you found a connection between who you are as a person and and who she is as a character that you want to make sure manifests itself on stage, at least if not already by the end of your run? Of course. I think every time that I am interested in playing any character and any character that I've done, at least in the last few years of my career, I always want to find something in that character that I can relate to because I feel like it humanizes them a little bit more. It doesn't make them so much of a character. It makes them a little bit more human and the audience can really either fall in love with them or agree with them or question their decisions or have a love for a certain characteristic that they have or a certain way they move or dress. Like there's something I always want to like about the characters that I play um, or that I can relate to. And I think with Roxy, I'm really finding her sense of humor and her sense of quick wit and cleverness. Um, And that's always something that I've really aspired to have is just always thinking quickly on my feet and not, putting too much pressure on myself to make decisions, but to just make them and if Mm. at any risk. And I think there's something really liberating in that. And Roxy has that. And so I really love that. And I really want to tap into that and just really enjoy her humorous moments as well. Hopefully some of your real life decisions don't land you in the same circumstances that uh, Roxy finds herself in. Hopefully not. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you, I'm assuming because of your TV and film, are you normally based in California? I am. Yes. I'm LA based. So you are in New York for this run um, and have been there, I assume for a few weeks because of rehearsals and everything. Is there anything else that you have or or plan to if you didn't have time because of rehearsals like you have to do while you're in New York for this extended period of, period of time? Other shows you want to see, other things you want to do in town? Obviously, there's another Bob Fosse show on Broadway right now, another Candor and Ebb show on Broadway right now. But is there anything that you yeah. have like on your to-do list once you've settled down from the excitement of the uh, of the first week or so of performances? Of course. I want to see as much as possible. And You know, I really started to see just within the last week how tight knit the Broadway community is. I mean, I've seen some of the actors just walking up and down Times Square and they're like, hey, what's up? And they're just like on the way to work. And it's amazing just seeing the community of people here. And I really just want to immerse myself in that. So as many times as I can, I'm going to see as many shows as possible and also just explore the city and 
I think it it's such a magical, charming city and there's so much to do. There's so much great food. There's so many things to see and so much history here. And so just trying to frolic around and do as much as possible while I can. Have you had a chance to do any exploring or, or see any shows or, or do any frolicking, I suppose? Have you, have you had any opportunities <laughs> to do that yet? I have. Um, I actually am going to see my friend Jordan Fisher and Sweeney Todd. Mm -hmm. And I um, saw Book of Mormon for the first time, which is right across oh, wow. the street Chicago at the Ambassador Theater. Um, and yeah, it was my first time seeing it. Loved it. We'll, we'll definitely see it again. <laughs> and have plans to see the six funny girl I've seen and I'm just so I mean we're just surrounded by so many great shows and performers so I'm gonna see as much as possible while I'm here yeah, you got to check out Sweeney Todd. The, the Disney Channel alums have to stick together. Um, I feel like that's to. it's probably written in your contract somewhere. I, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> probably somewhere in fine print without us knowing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't we don't need to get into that. But um, <laughs> you, you you've talked about like you you first fell in love with performing from an early age on stage and. Uh, while your career has kind of taken you more towards the film and television side of things and even the the recording uh, music side of things as well. Are there things as you look at this like, OK, you've got your Broadway debut under your belt. Are there shows that you grew up loving? that You're like, oh, man, I'd really want to have an opportunity to take a crack at that at some point, whether that's on Broadway in L.A., somewhere else, you know, around the world. Is there anything that you're like, yeah, theater wise, like this is something that I would love to do bucket list kind of thing at some point? Oh my gosh, of course. I think that there's, well, the first, one of the first um, Broadway shows that actually impacted me in such a serious way was the color purple I saw with Cynthia Rubio. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she got like five standing ovations <laughs> and <laughs> everyone was just sobbing their whole way through the show. And I really want to be a part of a show like that, that just really impacts people and leaves them with either perspective or, or making them feel a little less alone in the world or just like giving them, giving them hope and, and, or just entertainment. And I think that show really, I mean, I've known that story. I've, you know, I've read the book, seen the movie I've done, you know, I, the color purple is just an iconic yeah. um, story itself, but seeing that and like the way she portrayed and just the, like how that whole show was done, it was just really remarkable. Um, but I would, I would just, I would love to do a role that like that, that just has some, I even feel that way with Chicago. I feel like this role is yeah. just so, it's so fun. It's so, and I've had this conversation with so many of the creatives behind Chicago, but Roxy, if, you know, emotional Olympics existed, Roxy would take, <laughs> would take it, take the W home, you know, because she just, she has all of those different dimensions and layers as a female. And I think it's very rare to see females in, in, in whether it's a, a play, a musical, television, film, it's very rare that we see strong female characters who 
you you get to see every layer of them. And so I, I, I'm really enjoying playing this role. And if I get to do something like it again in the near future, I'll be so happy. Well, I, I'm going to divert a little bit from Chicago uh, really quickly, just momentarily. And this is purely selfishly. Um, <laughs> I know this is I know this is is fictional. And so there is no right or wrong answer. But where are Tawny and Tyrone right now? Because like, that's a question that haunts me uh, many times out saving the world somewhere because I was such a huge fan of Cloak and Dagger uh, that I still think about like what could have been with those characters or what is maybe happening in an alternate universe uh, with those two. I, I, I just know that they're doing something good out there in the world. I, I know that they are. They are, they are kicking ass somewhere, doing something really great, saving a city, saving somebody, something somewhere. I really was such a fan of that show and of those characters. And I was so sad to say goodbye um, because it, that show really impacted me um, in more ways than anybody could possibly know. It really helped shape me into the person I think that I am today. So I'm very, very grateful wow. to have been a part of that that show and the Marvel universe. I love Marvel. Yeah. I, I, I still like that and WandaVision are like my two favorite superhero shows of all time. I just oh, think it was, it was so smart. And what you guys did with those characters was so unique in the, in the superhero space that I, I don't think it gets nearly enough credit that, that it deserves. Uh, and, and you obviously are, are a big part of that. I, I do wonder, I mean, cause you did come from, like we talked about so much of the, the Disney channel background and obviously there's the connective tissue between, you know, Disney and Marvel, but that obviously was a different type of, of role for you. And, and, uh, you know, not only physically, but emotionally, I would imagine, uh, as, yeah. as well. And, and especially at a fairly young age, still kind of transitioning from the, you know, the, the teen to the adult sides of your career you said it had a big impact on you. Was it as much professionally as personally or, or where did that come into play? Yeah, I, you know, I mean, when I auditioned for the role, I was, oh man, I think I was 18 and I had just sort of finished up my last Disney show and was really looking for something that was just a, a bit more you know, I turned 18. I was like ready for something yeah. new. I was ready for, I was graduating from my Disney years and like needed a change in my career. And I was very grateful that this opportunity came up, had no, I, I mean, I'm sure as you know, with Marvel, everything is very hush hush. Yeah, You have to sign a million NDAs and I didn't even get the, the script for the pilot episode until I had booked the role and had already signed my contract and had flown down to New Orleans to start filming the pilot. I was in my hotel room when I got a knock at my door and they handed me a package that had my script in it. <laughs> and I was like, I have no idea what I just signed up for. This could be really, really bad. This could be a bad <laughs> script. And I just signed life away. And I sat down in my hotel room um, and I read the script and by the end I was just in just an overwhelming amount of tears. Like it was just so good and just so it, it exceeded all of my expectations. And then each script that we got, it just kept getting better. And I just kept feeling more challenged. And 
I really wanted that. I wanted something that was going to challenge me and push my creative skills and my acting skills and it and my physical skills. <laughs> and it yeah. did. By the end of the first season, I was I felt so much growth and um, and just the storylines, even going into second season, we just had a lot of really real, honest conversations about not wanting to glamorize the heavy topics that we that we that we were focusing on and really wanting to tell a real story, even though it was about superheroes and it (laughs) sort of in this world of fantasy we also wanted to to make it a bit more human and um i i personally felt like all of us did a really great job executing it i i loved everyone on that show and new orleans was such an amazing city to work in and every crew member there just welcomed us with open arms and yeah it was a really incredible experience yeah, that's uh, like I said, a huge fan of that show and, and especially you. you and Aubrey and, and everybody else involved. So a, a big fan you. of everyone moving forward. But I'll wrap it up. Getting back to Chicago, you st- talked about the fact that you just kind of marvel watching this ensemble perform. And you're, you know, you're, like you said you joined with Kimberly, who I saw in Town. She's fantastic. Yeah. And in yeah. Charity, who I've seen and Eric, who I've seen, like there's a lot of like really legit Broadway talent, not only in the ensemble, yeah. but in these principles that are joining you as well, as you kind of watch them uh, in their their process, there's only been two performances, whether that's on, you know, uh, on Broadway or during the rehearsal room. Like, is there a moment or is there a, a song when you're like sitting there and like, oh, right, I'm in the show. I, I can't just sit there and watch. I have to like remember that I'm also supposed to be acting at, at this point as well. Oh, of course. I, I mean, as of now, I don't spend a lot of time backstage. Um, of course, I yeah. do when I'm needing a costume change or something, but I'm trying my best to stay as long as possible on the side, just seeing these actors do so their cool. thing. I mean, so good. The first time I heard Charity sing, I cried. We were in rehearsal. Oh, yeah. I was like holding back tears. She's such a powerhouse, and Kimberly is just. Oh, I have so many amazing words that I, that I, I would take, it would take too long to tell how much I love Kimberly. She's incredible as well as Liam and Eric is so wonderful to work with. I'm very, very happy to have him as my, my Billy Flynn. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm in, I'm in great company. I feel very, very lucky to have the people around me that I do. I'm learning so much from everyone every single day. And that's, I assume that's probably all you can really ask for uh, in a Broadway debut is to, uh, you know, have a great experience, be, you know, feel like you're fulfilled and be able to do it with some really talented and and wonderful and warm people. So it sounds like things are off to a pretty good start in your Broadway career. Thank you. I think so too. I think so too. I feel very, (laughs) very grateful and lucky. I do. Well, I, I wish you first a restful and recuperative off day because I'm sure you need it after the excitement of the last few days but a, a wonderful run you'll be there until early June and uh, I'm very excited to not only see you in the role but also whatever else comes next for you whether it's on screen or on stage hopefully again soon in the future well thank you so much I appreciate you thank you 